On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, banking, it's rigged. A winter rant and blue Monday. Bobby Knight's rant. Teens and porn. The luxury car mystery solved. And what we're watching. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. And Petra, we've been having a busy week here as usual we have we've we've been very very busy and we've had the holidays and then kind of been a slow down weekend we've got a lot of catch-up done on martin luther king day weekend this week we've got a big old project going with a yes we've got a bank loan that's going to be closed on thursday and that means a lot of gears turning it always gets busy this last week, incredibly busy. Mm-hmm. I wanted to show you, just to start off, this is the damn papers from the bank. <laughs> oh, good heavens. That's what? 65 pages. I was going to guess 50. <laughs> of small print, full page. Tiny, tiny writing. This, this probably has a font of five. Of Look at that. They expect you not to read that. It's unbelievable. They expect you not to look at that at all. Well, and they kind of got you because at this point, you know, I've been talking to my attorney and banker, and I know how it works, but every damn time, it still aggravates me that, um, you know, by now we're supposed to close on Thursday. They wouldn't give me these papers till Friday, which I couldn't get them. Uh, the the website that it was a portal and blah 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 blah. I couldn't uh-huh. get that work until today. But let's just say it was Friday. That's seven days before you're supposed to sign these closing papers. Yeah, you can't find another bank in seven days. No, it's impossible. No, you really can't. And with these commercial deals, and you've got uh, you know due diligence periods and legal things kick into place. You know, it would be. First of all, for anybody, it'd be hard to walk away at that point. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't find you can't find another bank in seven days. It's impossible. Yeah. If we, and if we didn't close on that day, this seller is so Can you imagine? Schizophrenic. Oh my God. That it would never close. Like it would never happen again. Like it's either right. now or never. Right. So I don't have a lot of leverage when it comes to this. I'm going to read through here, and if I see something just absolutely crazy, I mean, I'm going to read it. But they basically, I mean, they basically got us. <laughs> no matter what the fuck it says, I just hate banks. I that's the, that's I've, the, I've been dealing with it all day long, and just that's the uh, start of this. I know they're necessary evil. I'm quite sure everything in that 65 pages of legal ease, single type. Five, you know, five font, you know, writing. There's a reason for it, I guess, but a lot of it is just come on. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, I'm just venting a little bit about banks in general. And I would, I don't know, whoever's listening for what it's worth, if I was you, I would at least read what you're going to sign. And if you see something incredibly crazy, if it's a deal breaker, then tell them. But yeah, um, yeah, you know, and, do, no, do what I, you can to stand up for yourself. And and no, I think that's great advice for everybody all the time. Read it before you sign it. Oh gosh, read it before you sign it. 
our leases are the worst. <laughs> I think they people, are. I think really people are. in general are the worst, but yeah, for God's sakes, people. But you know, there's things like, you know, they've, they've made jokes about this and whole TV episodes of multiple shows based on this premise. Uh-huh. Well, but what are you going to do? Like when, the, when the Apple terms of use thing comes up oh exactly you know oh, yeah. you're gonna hit accept or you're gonna uh no i don't agree with that one line i'm not gonna do that <laughs> then, there isn't a way to complain about anything like that either, anyhow neither don't use it or sign it basically. exactly exactly like i was making online payments and there's like this huge like six screen terms and conditions that is in that fine print sure Every time you hit pay. And I've scanned it one time and I've never, uh, you know, like I've, right. I, I did your type of, you know, look at the first sentence of each paragraph and see if it's something you need to. At least try to get something out yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. Am I loud enough on there? Let's uh, look at the screen real quick. Yeah, I think you are. Okay. I'll turn you up a little bit here just to maybe that'll get you on there a little better. All right. I just want to make sure that. I think that. Yeah, that looks a little bit more even. Hopefully the level later will even it out some. Yeah. Or some of this might be our uh, our little crazy cat, Ripley. She walks all over this oh, stuff. Oh, she definitely does. So, I don't know. A few things might have gotten moved around. But anyway, <laughs> my point is, yeah, we got I got 65 pages of legal ease to read tonight and see if I pick out anything stupid. <laughs> To try to to try to get them to say, "Come on," you know, like one thing, uh, and I'll get off this subject. Like <laughs> like like one thing, I already like told them before, and I was able to to get this in last week. Uh-huh. I did I did tell the banker. I said, "Listen, there's usually this due on default clause." As I'm going to tell you right now, I'm scanning for that, and if that's in here, I will walk away. Well, what do you mean? I'm like, you know exactly what I mean. This thing that's a clause in here, somewhere in here is going to be written that you can call this entire amount due basically at any time or you'll make up some goofy reason that like one thing can happen and you can call this entire amount we owe you due now. And we're talking millions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, I won't sign that. Yeah. So she said, okay, well, I'll go ahead and start trying to scan that. Yeah. Not that she could would send it to me. Yeah. But, but I'll start scanning and see if I can see anything. Sure as the world, she called me back. Well, there is something that says if that if, if you miss a payment, then it can be due. I'm like, so I miss one payment. And, and you're telling me more. all of a sudden, boom, now you owe me $1 million-ish. Pay up. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not signing that. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what did she say to that? Uh, well, I'll look into it. I'll check with my boss. I'll check the next level up. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, I'm like, look, I'll do it to where maybe 60 days. Like maybe if I miss two payments. Yeah. I said, but if somebody misses a payment, I mean, you can do that by accident. Yeah. I said, yeah. I want 60 days to cure the fault. And then after 60 days, if I'm not paying you, then yeah, foreclose. That makes sense. Or demand it all do and make me do whatever. Yeah. Or make yeah. us do whatever. And Things I, like I, that. I, I guarantee you Things they're like not that. used to anyone telling them, hey, I want to do this differently. 
Oh, I know. I'm sure you're you rocking their boat. You hard. can already tell. They don't. Yeah. Let me tell you how slick they are with this stuff. Part of this was the money that we're borrowing. We're using some other some other buildings as collateral. Yes. So the buildings we're using as collateral, we had to get a, um, oh, what's the word for it? Hell, not an estimate, not a survey, a uh, appraisal. appraisal. So we had to get an appraisal on these two buildings that they're using as collateral. Mm-hmm. Where was I going with this? How crazy this was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I had to get an appraisal to do that. They made me, this bank, Mm -hmm. the appraisal was $5,000. Yes. They wouldn't let me pay the appraiser myself. One, I guess they thought it was a like I could influence the guy, which there's all kinds of ethics against that anyway. Yeah. But two, they didn't want me to be able to get this um, appraisal until the closing. So I couldn't take that appraisal to other banks. So if I went to another bank and did this, then we would have had to get a whole new appraisal through that system. Because I, ta- I called the appraisal people a couple of weeks ago with this exact thing in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, if these guys are jackasses, I'll just take this appraisal and I'll find another bank. Yeah. He says, no, I'm sorry. I can't, uh, I can't give you that. And I'm like, why the fuck not? I paid for it. He said, well, technically you paid the bank and the bank paid us. So the bank is now the customer, not you. So I can only release this to the bank. So when I asked the bank about it, they're like, yeah, we'll give that to you at the uh, closing. I'm like, but not before. No. Sorry, jackass. You're not going to, we're not going to let you do that. I'm glad you didn't tell me any of this stuff before now, because I would have been like, ah, like every day, like every damn, I know, like every step of the way, like they've thought of everything. It's clearly mapped out to screw you. Basically, to oh, stop yeah. to stop you from shopping and comparing, and once you get this stuff, if it's BS, you're locked in. Basically, yeah, it's a, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it is. It is. It's abusive. There's a few terms that I've negotiated with them before this whole thing, and hopefully they're in there. And if they're in there, then the rest of it hopefully is okay. But yeah. Oh my anyway, God. so I just wanted to vent a little bit for anybody listening out there. If you're in the banking industry. Uh, you're in a shitty business. I'm just telling you. Yeah. You and the insurance people can go fucking jump off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I hate insurance. Oh, it's the worst. It's the absolute damn worst. I, I personally paid for state farm insurance for a decade and a half. And my insurance agent, every time I had anything wrong with my car that I would be turning into insurance, right. he would always talk me out of it. It'd be like, but your rates will go up. Right. So there was no point in ever having any insurance. It sucked. Right. No, I but get you it. State Farm and State Farm super expensive. Yeah, all of them. Well, anyway, so yeah, that's enough, I guess, bitching about that. But, <laughs> um, but anyway, it's just. Some of this stuff, you just got to fight. It's rigged. It's rigged against you in a way, but you've got to at least stand up for yourself. Yeah. And I get it. We run out of energy. There's only so only so many hours in the day. 
yeah, people have kids, jobs, a million other things to do. I get it. It's not the funnest thing in the world to pick a fight with your insurance agent or your bank or whatever. Yeah. But I'm just saying, just beware of this. This little public service announcement from Hank. You know, try your best to negotiate everything you can and read what you're going to sign and try to get some leverage. Yeah, yeah. And most of the time, I guess things will, will turn out okay, but but read what you're signing and understand. You know, understand variable interest rates. Those are bad. Yeah, those are terrible. Here comes the ambulance. I'm about to have a heart attack. Help me. There it goes. Oh, well. Uh, I found a little article. I thought was, we got a little hodgepodge of stuff here. We do. Uh, this article, eh, you know, it's going to be one of those, of course, kind of things. But um, where is who? It's more I was going to say who did this because it seems silly. Uh-huh. Report. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Common Sense Media is who put this report out. Okay. A nonprofit child advocacy group. So you can see. Okay. Thank you for what it's worth. Okay. They're probably right, but I'm just saying. According to their report, which was an absolute, however much money they spent for this report, they might as well have just flushed it down the damn toilet. Uh Uh-huh. Three quarters of teenagers have seen porn by age 17. It's more than that. Well, no shit. (laughs) You, however much money you spent for somebody to do a report to tell you that, what a damn waste of money. Even if it was 50 bucks, it's funny because, yeah. It's 100%, right? No matter what you method what? they used to do this study, there was a, a, every single teenager has seen porn. By age 17. I'm going to guess that there are two teenagers in Nebraska being homeschooled. With no phones. With no phones. No nothing. And no internet that haven't seen porn. Well, then they have no friends either. Exactly. I mean, because anybody, obviously, with a friend has a phone. Like, how could it not be? (laughs) I don't know. I just thought it was a ridiculous article in a way. And I thought it would spur a little conversation, like... And the article even kind of jokingly mentions it, but it was it, it's not like finding porn in the woods like when I was a kid. Yeah, and then you see nothing really. Mm-hmm. I mean, not or not, it was odd. You do see everything, good or bad. I, I don't know if it's good, bad, whatever. But I mean, kids can learn. I don't, know, I I mean, don't think kids porn learn. Porn is the wrong way to do it good. through porn. <laughs> I just mean in general, the whole internet. Yeah. I mean, they can get on a absolute sexualhealth.com and I'm sure learn in a clinical, non porny kind of way. But they're not going to. They're going to go to a porn hamster or whatever. Yeah, they will. I'm just saying. I just yes. think it's silly. Well, but. I do too. And I think what that study shows is that at least 20% of teenagers in our country lie like motherfuckers. <laughs> That's exactly what that study says. <laughs> That's the only thing that study shows. I totally agree. Oh, I think that is funny. 
41% of teenagers saying they had seen images of nudity or sexual acts online during the school day. Again, so 60% yeah. of them are lying because yeah. I know at lunch, of course, we mean during the school day. It is so silly. Yeah. And that includes, like, that's up to 17-year-old, right? Yes. How about this one? Much of the exposure was by accident, with 58% saying that they did not seek out the sexual, sexually explicit videos and photos, <laughs> but came across them while surfing the web, social media, or through search engines, or clicking ads. <laughs> I believe that. I do. It's, I, it's like everywhere. It was... Uh... Well, you do come across some by accident, but really, I, I don't know if I have much, really. I, I guess through some of it, I, I, I don't think very much of it's by accident. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> oops, I accidentally clicked the ad with a girl with the big boobs in, in lingerie. Oops. Uh, it took to, me to a porn song. Didn't mean to do that. Um, I think... Oh, I think I've seen on Reddit several times jokes where, you know, people are like, ha, 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 just found my 10-year-old cousin's um, browser search history. And it's like, big boobies, big boobies naked, big boobies touching, <laughs> naked right. girls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and, and some of the, around here, some of the mystery, this is a little bit of a mystery solved you know how we talk all the time in our little area. We're in a little rural small town in eastern yeah. Kentucky if you're just joining us. But uh, it's it's a very small town. And it's and we're in a very, in general, we're not in the most economically booming area in the world. Let's just say it that way. Yeah, that's a nice There's way to put it. There's all kinds of people around here driving cars. I mean, we're talking Mercedes and Corvettes and high-end luxury cars that are routinely $80,000 and up vehicles, right? There are Teslas around here. All there kinds are, of them. There are Teslas parked All here All kinds of them. Yeah. And, and they're by young, a lot of them, young girls. That's where I'm going with this. They all have, they're all on OnlyFans, or that's probably even old by now. Whatever that is now where you can... From your home, do your porn, people pay you, whatever those multiple sites are besides that's where they're making all this money. That's why they want to rent our loft apartments for a day or a week or a month and get out because they want photo shoots and to do things in the, which Mm -hmm. I'm not opposed to porn. I don't care, but it was just one, they lie about it and two. No, we're not going to rent an apartment to somebody mm-hmm. for a damn month or two. That's ridiculous. But anyway, that's where all this, that's where all these people are getting all this money, or at least some of it. And I know there's some drugs involved, too. I understand that. I'm not crazy. But um, but that solves a little bit of the mystery. Yeah. Like how so-and-so who works such and such right. drives a brand new BMW every year. Yeah. I mean, and literally, there's some people like that. I they're, know. They're, I know. They're literally part-time Taco I'm Bell. I'm thinking of one in particular that used to rent from us. I'm not mm-hmm. the fondest of 
<laughs> and, and and I have no again, you know, we're pretty liberal about, you know, do what yeah. do your thing. Yeah. If you can do that, people pay you for it, no problem. I'm not slut shaming. I don't mind a bit. But it just solves a mystery is all I'm saying. It solves a mystery and the one I'm thinking of, she's pulled the dumb girl what I don't understand crap uh, a bunch of times and I I just I hate people who do that and yes. try to take advantage so like for me it's just kind of a double oh <laughs> yeah yeah the whole baby in the woods thing is yeah is I, I don't obviously BS mm-hmm. mm, right girl yes. so that's what's going on there oh right. I was gonna throw on there at the end of there but can't think of it brain's not working very well tonight uh yeah okay so um (laughs) that was good spurred a little bit of conversation about that yes what was i gonna say about that it was something earth shattering i'm sure but oh well oh i know what it was Uh um randomly um on a facebook page i don't know what it was is i was gonna say some of these local girls it depends upon how willing you are to put yourself out there. Like, cause unfortunately in the community, there's still a lot of slut shaming and all that going on. But there's some yeah. girl locally who has a Facebook page and it is her Facebook page. You can tell. Uh huh. And she's got random shit, you know, her dog playing at the park, somebody doing whatever. Oh, I went to the concert, blah, 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 that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And then she's smart enough. Till about every six or eight post, and it's not nude. It's not mm-hmm. enough to get you in trouble, but it's a kind of a racier picture. And it's just something like uh, my only fan page has got a lot of traffic lately. You know, grateful for that. If you want to check that out, click this link. Oh Let my! Send you right over there. So I'm so smart enough to do that. I'm like, in a way, I'm like, good for you. You're not, you know. I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't. How are they going to feel about that 20 years from now when they have a family? Oh, now, I don't have a family. Right. But how easy are those pictures going to be to find? Are they going to regret that? Oh, they very well know. might. Oh, very, very well might. I, all that stuff I don't know about. Yeah. I was, yeah. Just, I was just more thinking of being brave enough to put that out there yeah because people, that are, That's people, impre- are, people are going to find out i feel most of the time I mean, and they are very slut shaming around here yeah they are everywhere right yeah but i don't know anyway so that was my last little thing i wanted to do yeah yeah interesting yeah all right so how about it's chilly, right? What is today? The 16th? January 16th? January 16th. I'll tell you about the... The sun shined for about 20 minutes this morning. If it'll come up here. Really? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. It has been so cold and so dreary and so dark around here that I actually built my own plant light stands like i took bits and bobs and pieces from 
different plant cabinets and put them all together and strapped lights to them um, that were like strip lights that went in cabinets. And now they're on a stand and it's helped a lot. My plants are a lot happier because it's been dark here. But it was also a lot of fun to build those. It was like Legos. Plus our cat likes it. Legos. Yeah, she does. Well, at least we're not living in Yukushtk. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> y a k u t s k, Yakushk. To me, K's in there. Yes. Anyway, is it cold there? It's in East Siberia, first of all, <laughs> and apparently, recently, the temperatures there are minus fifty-eight degrees Fahrenheit. Is it colder than normal? Um, I think a little bit, but not much. Wow. <laughs> It says it's the world's coldest temperatures. The world's coldest city temperatures have plunged to minus 50. So maybe that's a little excessive. Yeah. But I don't know. These are pictures from 2018. It's eastern Siberia. So, Golly, I would not want to live in Siberia ever. I wouldn't want to visit, not even in the summertime. Hell no. Minus 58 degrees. That's crazy. I think it'd still be cold in the summer. <laughs> no shit. Even if it warmed up to 30 degrees in the summer. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Oh, gosh. And this is why they show a picture in this article. And all these articles, by the way, I've got them on our Twitter. Um, Hillbilly Nerd Talk Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, this mentions selling fish at a local market, some open market. How can you have an open market and minus 58 degrees. Who the hell is going outside to any market? How's that even possible? Uh, they're sitting in vehicles. Well, look at this frozen fish this chick's holding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling that they figure out ways around those. Ob- they have to. If they live there, they have to figure out ways around those obstacles. I mean, if you look behind them there. frozen solid. Heck yeah, it is. That fish wouldn't, it would just break. If you dropped that fish, it would shatter. It would absolutely shatter. No doubt about it. So, yeah. And you see behind them these little stands, but I don't see people there. Only these two crazy women. Like they came out and posed for the picture, I'm guessing. I I guess. Yeah, they're they're huddled in a, a little shed somewhere, something, sharing some vodka, a little body heat. I guess these uh, these ladies that are in this article say, of course, uh, quote, you can't fight it. You either have to adjust and dress accordingly or you suffer. <laughs> I thought that was a funny I way to say imagine. it. Or you suffer. Yeah, you die soon. Uh, I, I, there is nothing worse than stubbing a cold toe. Ah, that's the worst, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, that is just like, oh, it hurts thinking about it. She says, just dress warmly in layers like a cabbage. Like a cabbage. Okay. There you go. So these ladies are surviving up there, but whatever. I'm impressed as hell. Right? Yeah. That's a story of human survival. Good for them. Yes. Good for them. But I'm not participating in that. No, thank you. No, no, thank you. Yeah, I'll play the... Maybe. Maybe not. 
see if this plays. The uh, the disappointment. Oh, yeah. The title of this is a uh, disappointment. The uh, the disappointment from this game for me uh, <laughs> is the it? fact that we had a couple of players that just got uh, out. This is a coach by the name of Bobby Knight, who's probably still the third winningest coach of all time in NCAA basketball. Uh huh. It's just a clip of him from his from the eighties that just didn't uh, move to obtain and maintain position, and in fact, uh, on occasion, just got moved right out of position and gave up uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of points. I. This is a man trying. To keep his shit together, <laughs> his body language, like the whole shtick here, is just uh-huh. him trying his best to keep his not lose it. Feel that uh, we we just haven't. Uh, I mean, I'm really disappointed in the, in the <laughs> of course the <laughs> fucking progress that we've made. God damn it! Fuck this show. Take this fucking show and forget it. Forget fucking fucking <laughs> Fuck this show. Sometimes you just want to yell and cuss a little bit. Oh, golly. And he did. (laughs) He sure did. I mean, that's in his locker room with some TV crew. Fuck this show. (laughs) Fuck this show. God damn it. He'd had enough. He'd had Mm. enough. He won two or three, at least, I think, three championships. Uh, I mean, he was a phenomenal coach. And mm-hmm. obviously, it would take a special damn person to play for him. <laughs> but, was he fiery tempered oh like that my with God. his players? Oh, too? yes. Uh-huh. To the to the point where it might have been. I mean, it was probably excessive, abusive, abusive at times. But, but uh, you know, that's that can be argued forever with coaches at what point is it kind of motivating and you're yelling at them for that and what point of it is is it it, it, he was the perfect person to debate that yeah yeah and and, uh, yeah and along those lines you know those players are all over 18 i mean it's not like they're kids even though we know a person's brains not (laughs) developed till 25 but legally they are you know what I'm saying? They can vote. They can vote. So technically, if they got really fed up with somebody yelling at them, they could just, you know, quit, transfer, go somewhere else. I mean, there's no reason. And they do. They do. And People they do. figure yeah. out if if that is what motivates them or if that is what runs them off. I'll tell you one thing. Me, little, personally, yeah. you do that to me. No, I couldn't do I'm that. gone. Nope, I couldn't do that either. You can, As a matter of fact, I had a run-in one time with a co-worker at like an equal level that yelled and screamed and hollered at me and I was just like, Nope, I'm done. I don't have to take this. I left. You know, I, I had a high my high school coach. He you know, he, he did the best he could. They're like every other coach. He yelled and screamed sometimes. Some players he did more than others. Uh-huh. And and I I guess they try to figure out just from common sense which players respond better to this or that or whatever. Yeah. But I remember there was some stretch where he was yelling screaming at me a lot and i remember after and i'm gonna pat myself on the back for this because i was probably just a sophomore either a Uh freshman or sophomore and i waited till everybody left practice and it was only me and him there and i went in his office and i basically told him don't do that anymore i'm like listen 
I'll do anything you tell me to do. I will try my, I will kill myself trying to do what you tell me to do. I said, and I know, and I get it. You you yell some and that's part of the game. I said, but this is excessive. I said, if it's that bad, then you call me after practice myself, but, but do not call me out and cuss me like that in front of the whole team anymore. I said, I'm not for you. And you know what? And he was awesome about it. You know, he was like, you know, some people are motivated by different things. And I'm trying different things. He said, if that's the way you feel about it, he said, I won't do that anymore. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and that was it. That and, was wonderful. And he didn't. He, uh, yeah, again, the normal amount of whatever. But, uh, but no, he didn't. He didn't do the Bobby Knight routine on me after I told him basically cut that shit out. Yeah, that's awful. That that isn't motivating at all to me. I'm that's not to me impressed that some people are motivated by that, but no. <laughs> I, I don't see how you could for the long term. Yeah. Maybe to get a five minute burst out of somebody, maybe or I don't know. Or some people are better at it. I don't know. Maybe. Whatever Maybe. the psychology is. I'll tell you one person that wasn't good at it was, um, and I'm pretty sure as I say this, my fact checking, but I'm 99.9% <laughs> sure what I'm telling you. Um, Larry Bird couldn't handle it because Larry Bird was recruited by Bobby Knight. Uh-huh. And he lasted on campus about three or four months or maybe six months and never played at Indiana because he couldn't take it. said, I quit. I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> I can't take you. And that's, Good. and that's the period where the whole legend, and it's true, where Larry Bird, during that time period, he was a garbage man. He got a job with a local city literally as a garbage man and then transferred to Indiana State, and that's where he played his basketball three years was at indiana state wow yeah yeah <laughs> so that's again hell of a story about it is, larry it bird is. just like i would rather i would rather deal with garbage and, and work yeah for, and set out a year back then i think yeah. you had to set out a year if you transferred he's like i'd rather write i'd rather haul garbage and set out a year then no, i just can't do this you. yep can't do it oh that's awful yeah so anyway, look at our crazy cat. She's trying to dig under the rug again. What's up, crazy cat? She's so pretty. She's such a pretty girl. We got a new crazy cat since Chairman Meow went on, on to the, uh, to the great uh, cat heaven, Rainbow Bridge to the cat kitty heaven. Yes, but we got another evil, evil replicant. We have a shadow tiger. Look at her. She has stripes. She got a giant tail. She's got a massive tail, and she stopped growing. Like, she's not going to grow into it. She's just going to have a big, giant otter tail. Yeah, and she's going to be a wiener cat because she's like a low rider. Funny. She's got short legs and a long body. I think it's adorable. And she's knocking over my water right now. Thank you, Ripley. You're fun. Here's a little story on uh, Marie Osmond. Osmond. Marie Osmond. Uh-huh. You know, do people even know who she is anymore? I don't know. I don't know either. I think they probably know of her like, ah, I think she was some old singer back in the day. Yeah. Anyway, she was big in the 70s, wasn't she? Yes, she was huge back in the day. Her and her brother, Donnie? Yes. Donnie and Marie. They had a Donnie and Marie show. 
Yeah, I think people know Marie Osmond now more for, oh, it's not Slim Fast. It's Nutrisystem. Yeah. She has done Nutrisystem ads for at least 10 years now, maybe longer. It's something like that, right? Oh, Ripley, quit. She's on the back of your chair. Yeah, I shoot her off your chair earlier. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, she's 63 years old. Uh-huh. She's got eight children. Wow, that's a bunch of kids. That's a lot of kids and eight grandkids. Eight kids, eight grandkids. All right. And uh, the reason I'm throwing this article up, she's uh, apparently one of the few people who says, um, I don't think she's going to give me anything. <laughs> she's on an interview. <laughs> Donnie, Marie Osmond defends not giving kids inheritance money. <laughs> Quote, it breeds laziness and entitlement. I agree. I agree. She'll probably leave them something. I'm not going oh, well, to read I mean, this article in depth. But the point is, she's worth probably hundreds of millions of dollars. She probably is. And apparently, she's not going to leave them much, if any. I don't know. You know, get them started in life. You know, pay right. for their education. Right. You know, maybe their first car or something like that. Help them out. But people right. have to learn. Here's what she says. Uh, she says, quote, I'm not leaving any money to my children. Congratulations, kids. My husband and I decided that you do a great disservice to your children to just hand them a fortune because you take away one of the most important gifts you can give your children. That's the ability to work. There you go. I bet she'd obviously help with yeah. some. I'm yeah. sure with I education that. and all yeah. that. Uh, you know, she'd help him out of a spot. Point is, she's not going to leave him much. I there think that is good and the right thing to do for the kids, even. Um, as long as you've prepared them for life. Sure. If you've been an asshole and an absentee parent your entire life and just kick them out and laugh as they struggle, you're well, that'd a problem, be bad. you know? Well, I agree. So, be it, but it sounds like, it sounds like she's been a decent parent. So I hope so. Well, we don't have kids and we're on that plan. So, you know, we're not leaving our anything that we have left over when we die to anybody, but, um, we're setting up an endowment. Mm -hmm. Doing that this week, finishing up with that, I think, or I think second step of it. Second mm -hmm. step of it, like formal signing. I've got to right. read some notes on. But that. anyway, you know, <gasps> my guy Warren Buffett, he's gotten a lot of billionaires, including I think recently Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I think. Uh, anyway, um, a lot of absolute billionaires to basically sign a pledge, nothing legal, just mm -hmm. a basic hey. When I die, I'm not going to give my gazillions of dollars to my kids who did nothing except win the genetic lottery and be my kid. That's all they did to deserve this. So, I'm not sure how I feel about this because well, let's hear. on the one hand, he's like all of those billionaires are sitting on limited resources. Mm-hmm. And tying them up. And we're living in a culture where there are people who don't have enough to eat. And people have more money that they can spend in their lifetimes, their kids' lifetimes, and their great-grandchildren's lifetimes, you know. So I'm not sure. Like, at a certain point, when do we just give them a plaque 
and a bouquet and say, congratulations, you won life. Now everything else you make goes to the greater good. Yeah. Like uh, these yeah. guys are not doing it while they're alive. They're not. Well, I, I can't speak for all of them, but I think a lot of them do probably give a lot while they're alive. I know Warren Buffett has in particular. It sounds, okay. it sounds ridiculous. I mean, the dude's still worth God knows how many. I just, I, like he, like he's still the second. It, it goes back and forth, of course, depending on stock yeah. prices and stocks and this and that. I mean, he's still, I think, either he's definitely in the top two or three, I think, in the world still. And he's already given half of it away. I know that. Like, yeah. like I read some article a few months ago that that literally, like, he's given away hundreds of hundreds of billions of yeah. dollars well, I and is still the second or third yeah, richest dude yeah. like that's my point he would be number one by triple or not triple he would be number one by double the next person behind him richest person on earth had he not already decided to go ahead and watch exactly yeah. what you're saying yeah and and as far as billionaires go, I mean, it, he's been quoted multiple times saying, tax me more. I'm not taxed enough. No grief, yeah. He, you yeah. know, and, right. and I do think yeah, I he's the best of the bunch. Uh, he's, he, I, <laughs> he's my sort of mentor I've never met. But, yes, the best I can tell, the dude seems to have a good yeah, heart. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, if you take us, yes, they could give it away while they're every single penny of it while they're living. I guess you know, and no, I don't expect that at all. I'm I'm not like that, or but. or a lot of it more than they. But but I do think, I hope they do a lot of philanthropy along the way too. I hope so. And then at the end, some of them are giving almost all of it out to something helpful. It's better than Sounds something. Better. It's better than Scrooge McDuck just sticking all of it under your uh, uh, no, our little podcast. Our podcast getting ready to walk across the uh, keyboard, and she's gonna be helpful. Being very so, very Marie helpful. Osborne is. Uh, I see Osborne. It's Osmond. Osmond, not Osborne. She's not. You're, you're you're trying to marry Marie and Ozzy. I am. So. It's also, yeah, I got my little cat helper. I know, you do. I'm laughing. <laughs> she is trying desperately to walk across keyboards and probably mess things up. So we're both <laughs> yeah, we'll struggling try. here a little bit. And mm-hmm. she is, oh, she's a handful. <laughs> she's a funny little kitty. Uh, this is apparently the term I'm about to tell you. Mm-hmm. Created by the no longer in existence, whatever this is, mm-hmm. UK company Sky Travel. Okay. And a Welsh psychologist named Cliff named Cliff Arnell. Cliff. Okay. Hi, Cliff. Yeah. Cliff and UK company Sky Travel, which is no longer a company. Okay. But apparently this, uh, whatever they've sort of created has stuck around a little bit. Okay. Of the... This is supposedly the saddest day of the year. Wah, wah. I believe it. The third Monday of January, which fell today. Uh-huh. Said to be the saddest day of the year as folks grapple with. You want to have some guesses as to why it's the saddest day of the year? Supposedly. Uh, seasonal depression. 
Mm, yep. Post holiday bills. Oh, that's right. Holiday debt number uh, one. The dreary days. I'm going to give you that for the seasonal depression. Okay. The other yeah. one. I don't, okay, go ahead. I don't know if you'll get this one. It's still too tough. Tell me. Tell me. Because I don't even agree with it, really. Okay. Failed New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Hell, it's only the 16th. But anyway, they say already people are like, ah, I'm not going to make that resolution. So. <laughs> So, that's it. Holiday debt, failed New Year's resolutions, and dreary days. Well, I tell you what, when I was looking up articles uh, to talk about tonight, I pulled up YouTube, and I every news from every city was either kids with guns or families like being murdered and taken out, like the whole family, like murder suicide stuff. And it was like screens and screens and screens of that. And I was like, nope, I'm not dealing with it. So yeah, I think maybe this is a bad day in general for folks. <laughs> well, a very bad day. I maybe guess so. In some ways. I mean, all that stuff kind of makes sense. Uh, again, it's not a clinical real you know i mean it's just mm-hmm. a term that these people coined but yeah whatever if you gotta pick a saddest day of the year i guess it's as good as any call it blue monday th- i believe it i do believe it the third monday in january hmm. Ew. well we try to get out we need to do a little more but um yeah need to go skiing you know some ski resort somewhere you kind of embrace the you know, embrace the cold and do something, you know what I'm saying. Oh, you're just, you need, we've got to get you out and get you, like, some exercise. And you're like a husky hooped up in the house or something right now. You've been bored this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I have. I don't like being bored. Just no, don't. you don't. You definitely don't. I need, uh, I need some stimulation, and I do. That's yeah. just part of it. But exercise helps. Yeah, and uh, and I do get that on a regular basis, and it does help an enormous amount. I mean, I can tell an enormous difference on days I don't if I don't if I go too long. Yeah, uh, and that's what you're supposed to do with exercise. That's what everything I've read on habits and things like that. You're supposed to get yourself addicted to it, to where you you basically tell yourself in your mind, and you help pos- help reinforce uh-huh. it. Like, yes, I to get that good feeling, I have to exercise. And so there you go. So you, you all right, so I got to exercise mm-hmm. to get this feeling. So you do it. So that's your drug and you get addicted to exercise. Right? I guess so. <laughs> I mean, there's some people that don't. Just like I'm, people I don't get addicted trying. to but, I am trying. Like, um, yeah, my not really resolution, my goal is to and, make health. And that's a big difference, by the way. Yes. Yes. To make health a value. Yeah. You know, like right. all around, like you know, diet, exercise, everything. I need to do that. And I'm looking for ways to sneak that in. One thing that I've added recently, I don't know if you've noticed, is I'm run, run up and down the stairs a few times a day. Right. You know, it's I'm, it's just a few things extra Every day that I think about it. You know what I'm saying? Well, every little bit helps. Every little bit. Every, you know, it's, well, it's, every bit it's helps. Helping. It's helping. 
Yeah, for sure. Every little bit helps. That absolutely is true. But uh, anyway, so the saddest uh, day of the year? Saddest day of the year, I believe it. Womp womp. Womp womp. So that is probably should wrap us up here, I believe. Well, Tell do you want to talk can... about what we've been watching? or anything? I mean, you've just steered here or what do you want to do? You sure. want to wrap it up? Sure, whatever. Give us give us one. I just feel awkward now. Okay, um, we just watched um, The Menu this weekend. We watched The Menu. That was a movie. And that was actually a recent movie movie. Yeah. Have to distinguish anymore, right? You, Is that the way you even say it? Like, it was a movie that was on the theaters. Let's say it that way. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously they a make movies now. release. Yeah. Is that the word? Because obviously, like Netflix and those people, yeah. they put they put movies out by A-list actors anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, this was a theatrical release. This was a release. theatrical release, and it's, it came to, I think, HBO. Yeah, now it's on HBO. And it... It was really enjoyable. It had Voldemort in it. <laughs> and that other chick that's everywhere right now. Ralph Fiennes and Anna Taylor-Joy. Her last name's Joy? Yeah, or like Taylor-Joy. Hmm, interesting. I don't know the story behind it or anything. Well, anyway, like she's everywhere. Yeah. Just turn on anything and she's on it. Well, I think she's... A good mean, actress. No, I don't mean that in a bad and way. I'm just saying she's absolutely at her peak right now. Yes, absolutely. I think that's right. That's a good way to put it. And um, I thought it was a good horror movie. And, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. A little bit of horror comedy in a way. It, I, I want to... What's the word for that? Surreal kind of? Like it's... it's Black... Like, Humor, maybe? Maybe. It's like a Twilight Zone episode or one of those. People don't even know what that is anymore. But, you know, I mean, like it's not alternate reality, maybe. It's something like that. I think it's not really. Or did you get know. that? Or did you get that it was like sort of trying to be real-ish? I never, it never crossed my mind that it was alternate reality or anything like that. I just... I would have longed for the ride. Oh, me too. You know, and it's like, like a guy that commentary. just finally snapped. It's a lot of good social commentary. Yes, it is. It's excellent social it, commentary. It, it, it I enjoyed it. On and they and they they pick on food snobs. I'm sure there's a whole genre of people absolutely like or sort of like that movie's making fun of, right? <laughs> Probably. You know, I mean, they, the movie takes it to extremes, but yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, we know people like that. Yeah, extreme food snobs. It's it's kind of scary. It's funny. Yeah, it can be. Awkward to be around at times. Yeah. So, uh, so that was you. pretty interesting. Yep. We had that, and we've also watched, I made you watch Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, I don't know why you keep saying you made me watch it. I thought it well, was pretty good. Uh, I, I feel like sometimes I drag you into some of the supernatural stuff that you would not pick if you were searching for yourself. Let's well, put it that way. I don't know. Well, that helps me to uh, expand my horizons. Okay. Okay. Uh, I thought the character that was the thin black dude. Who's that? Uh, 
Jacob Anderson is the actor, and it's Louis de, de Pont de Lac. Louis de Pont de Lac. I thought the other vampire was casted better. Was that? Yeah. Really? But but yeah. I enjoyed it. Well, Lestat is supposed to be the center of the story. Right. He's the rock star. Right. 100%. He's the dangerous drug. Firecracker, crazy person in the family. Right. And a vampire. And I really enjoyed that they didn't... Like, I enjoyed Anne Rice's books back in the day. But to be a popular book back then... You had to beat around the bush about, you know, LGBT characters and things like that. You couldn't have gay vampires. Well, they right. went all in with the gay vampires this time. And I loved it. I, I mean, that. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not subtle. Yeah, it's not at all subtle. And that's that's how the story was meant to be. Yeah. Like, she wrote it that way the first time and had to tone it down for audiences. Yeah, I gotcha. Like. Well, maybe. All right. I can see that. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really well done. Um, I I absolutely loved aging Claudia up a little bit and making her. Didn't you say in the book she was like seven or eight or something? Yeah, or like six. She was a child. She was a baby. Really a baby. Yeah, she was really a baby in the book. And then they aged her up to like 11 in the movie. And now she's more like 14 or 15. Yeah, in this uh, rendition of this, yeah, she's probably 14. So they're getting her, they're getting her high, up, up an age enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they can just do more with a character like that. It's it's uncomfortable to read, but you forget that you're talking about an itty bitty body child because the thoughts of Claudia were adult thoughts in the book, right? But I, it wouldn't be comfortable to watch. So I think they made good decisions with. Well, yeah, and unfortunately, you know, all the pervy pedophiles out there would. Oh yeah, they'd, they'd lose their mind to see that. Yeah, you can't have that on TV. Nope, but um, I think how they did it was brilliant and fresh, and you know, it's it's like an updated interview with this guy. I enjoyed it a whole lot. They tiptoed around did pretty good because he's you're right. She's 14, but then they tell you. As the series goes on, like, all right, well, now she's 30. Yeah. Even though her body's 14, she's actually 30 in a mind of a 30-year-old. Yeah, yeah. In the body of a 14-year-old. So they spell that out pretty pretty good. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Just to beat you over the head with it. They're like, don't beat us up over the pedophile thing. She's 30. <laughs> She's not 14. Well, they can't actor, to. And this actor is probably 20. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that was a part of the drama in the book. She was so frustrated to be trapped in a child's body. Sure. Who wouldn't be? But, but come on, you get to live forever. Tell me trade offs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drink some blood once in a while. Party all night, sleep all day. Maybe you'll have to eat a rat every now and then. Right. You could eat rat. Hell, I could eat a rat every day if I live forever. Yes. Me too. <laughs> Whatever. And sleep at night as well. Shoot you. Handle that. Where all can they find us, Mrs. Petra? We're at hillbillynerdtalk.com. And. Website seems to be still working. Yay. 
Yeah. I notice we're still on Spotify, um, some other outlets, uh, iTunes. You can subscribe to us in various ways. And we're going to endeavor to be more regular. (gasps) Don't you say it. You say it on here, then we got to do it. Exactly. All right, everybody. It's been great talking to you. We'll talk next time.